I need everyone. I need everyone to to snap your fingers. It's gonna sound awful. We are nuts about beans. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. This is nuts about beans, the only coffee podcast on the internet. Maybe those finger clap snaps worked. Maybe they didn't. Maybe they're gone forever. Maybe I just started with this. Well, you won't know until you try. With me today, we have our roastery expert, who also, I think, got a haircut, Andrew Street. Uh, no expert. I did get a haircut yesterday. Yep. Wow. Andy, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I didn't recognize it beforehand. Looking at you now, I can tell. You know, it's... Uh it's rough out here for people with terrible hair, so we're, you know, getting by. Don't you know it. Also with us today, our other roastery expert, who also got a haircut, who I did notice, Mr. Elmer Gordado. Roastery, not a word. Two, Andrew, do you think we got a haircut at the exact same time? Uh, I got my haircut at 445 Eastern time, so probably a little early on your side. I got mine at 10 a.m. Central okay. time. So All right. Damn. I thought that could have been special if we somehow synced up. I got to say, I uh, I found a new barber. I was sick of driving to my barber. I found a new guy. He's walking distance to me. Ooh, that's huge, dude. Mm-hmm. That is huge. The last two barber shops I've been to my new apartment in the apartment last time, but both the Austin ones have been walking distance, and I didn't even know how special that was. Yep. So just to just be able to do that, uh, and like not have to get in your car and deal with your itchy back shirt. <laughs> they also they use the Booksy app, which I'm a big fan of. Mm. Which I don't have to call anyone. I just open the app. I can see my guy, the guy I want to go to, and his available time slots, and then I just like book it through there. Show up, and we're good. Yeah. Um, but this new place is the first place I've gone to get a a haircut that included in the price is like a wash and condition with like, you know, the super high powered hose. Mm. And usually they're not doing that at like a lot of the men's haircut places around here. That was a game changer. It was so nice. Now are you going to a, is this a salon or is this like a barbershop? This is a barbershop. I think there's like this uh, trend or this uptick in like a, um, the men's high end barber, right? Like the, yes. uh, the experience. It's, yep. It's got like the, uh, the debauchery esque, uh, uh, kind of theme to it, right? Like they it's put like fucking, the, yeah, it's like a tattoo parlor, but oh, wait, yep, it, they're cutting yeah, hair. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Hey, you want a beer while you wait? Yep. It, yeah. You got, you want a cappuccino? You want a, you want a beer? You know, we're at closing at my old place, they'd be like, you want a cocktail? And wow. they'd like break out their like mini bar. Wow. It's like, this is too, uh, too classy of a joint for you know, North I, Arlington. I've always thought like that sounds nice, you know, and I've had like nicer haircuts. Uh, mm-hmm. And the first place I went to after quarantine was like this salon because the barbershop wasn't open yet, but it's walking distance. But it's like, a, you know, it was like the most expensive haircut I've ever gotten. But it ended up it ended up being fine. Like it wasn't like that special, especially because they're like, yeah, we're not going to do any of the extra stuff because uh, fucking COVID. So. But my problem then is like when you if you have a weight and you get a beer, it's nice. Nice to have a beer while you wait. But mm-hmm. then once you're getting your hair cut, you know, yep. the barber's like, hey, you want to take a sip of your beer? 
And it's like, actually, no, I just want to get this fucking haircut over with. And I, I'm not being, I'm, you know, I'm not being rude to, to my barber. But what I'm saying is like, it's kind of a weird thing where like the haircut is not like a massage where I want it to go long. You know, yeah. the haircut is like a, a utility thing that kind of has this like pampering vibe around it. But that's not really like it doesn't feel good to get a haircut. You just want it to be over so you can it stop. Is, so you can do something else. It is a big mood when they put the little like towel over your face. Mm-hmm. Well, that, that I like. Yeah. That shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Or, or you know, like you, you get a nice like uh, razor shave that takes a little longer. Like, yeah, the, all of those things are nice. But it's still a confusing thing because the whole experience isn't. I'm still just I still want it to be over. I view yeah. haircuts kind of like I view showers. Well, that's that's not true. Showers showers can just be like chill. But mm-hmm. a haircut, I I want it like grocery shopping. I just I'm in and out, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I gotta say, you know, I I'm definitely a little uncomfortable, right, in the in the the barber chair. Right, you're talking. Yeah. It's even harder now, the mask. Gotta get the on, high chair like, out. Yeah, you know, they gotta sit me on the booster seat. <laughs> I actually get my haircut, you ever see in like um it's like a little race car. <laughs> In front of the mirror, I sit in that. Um, But, you know, it's a little awkward, right? Like you're talking to your guy, especially this is a new guy we just met. I got to say, though, shout out to the absolute madmen that show up to their haircut and then sit in the chair on their phone the entire time. Oh, like phone out texting while you're getting your haircut, ignoring the dude like. You know, you got your phone out, like looking down at it. So you're not even paying attention to like, you know, you sometimes you got to move your head a little bit like do what you got to do, but I don't know. That's some chaotic energy. I feel like the hair gets everywhere. It's bad. It's bad news. I have a story from yesterday that I was going to plan to talk about today. And Mm -hmm. I was going to talk about barber etiquette and all of this, Andrew. So beautiful. We're here already. (laughs) So yesterday I scheduled a haircut and same thing. Now the last two places, like I said, have been awesome walking distance and you just do it on, on like an app or the website. You don't talk to anyone beforehand And this new place. I'm going to just opened, right? It was closed the entire time I've moved here. Um, but it's like a chain. It's called birds barber. There's like five in Austin. It's like a just an Austin thing. Um, and they're, they're pretty good quality throughout. So I thought like I would try it again here and I just picked like any for barber when I was like trying to find one online Got, got it scheduled. I show up. Well, I had, I was on PTO yesterday uh, just because I had nothing planned. I played fall at New Vegas all day. Um, oh, yeah. Dude, we, that game is so good. Talk about that on Gone Gold. Um, and so I it was at 10 a.m. I just wanted to get it over with. Smoked a joint, drank some coffee, went to go get a haircut. And I thought, like, you know, I'm going to just be chilling there if I have to talk. But I, I usually give the cues of, like, Hey, how was your day? My day was good. How was yours? Not like, I'm not going to give you, I'm not really trying to have a conversation unless you're a special kind of barber, which I've had a couple where it's like, yeah, we're actually going to talk. But this one was any, so I was like, just doing it. I'm walking over, listening to a really good podcast, Matthew McConaughey and Mark Marin, really good interview. And on my walk over, I'm like, I wonder if I can just get away. This is my first like haircut where I thought about like, what if I just keep my AirPod in? What if I keep one AirPod in the whole time? I know that's rude, but last time I got a haircut, the barber was just like, didn't talk at all. And obviously this is going to be a different barber, but I was just like, 
I'm going to roll the dice. So I sit down on the chair with the AirPods still in, but it's muted. And then I look at who my barber is and she's coming over. She's wearing an anime shirt and has bright blue hair. And I'm like, okay, I can take my AirPod out. We can probably find some common ground and have (laughs) some conversation. And, you know, we end up talking about games slowly and anime. And then uh, turns out she's like a fucking... uh, Yeah, she was like, so what do you think about Bethesda and Microsoft? And just just the way... Cause that that was interesting, right? My friend Robert Junior Jr. Because at first you're like, uh, you're like, what kind of gamer are you? Like, are, do, do you know? Like, she's asking me about like, we started talking about uh, Animal Crossing, so I was like, that's what level one, right? Then mm-hmm. she's like, I'm excited about Cyberpunk. I'm like, oh, level two, like you know what what games are coming out? Like you're 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 in the loop on the industry. And then she asked me about Bethesda and Microsoft, and I'm like, oh, you're you're fucking into this shit. Now, um, Elmer, and then, you told her about Gone Gold, right? I didn't. No. Oh I definitely my god! Didn't. I wouldn't either. Yeah. What? I definitely yeah. didn't. Yeah. This is someone I might we see again. We have to build our listenership. Yeah. That's but, a you have. You're bold enough, Sam, to do that. Yeah. She I'm asked not. about Bethesda and Microsoft, and obviously, the way that Elmer intonated it there meant that she thought about it negatively. She is the prime Gone Gold listener. But here's the thing, right? You tell somebody like that, oh, listen to my podcast. No. Then they show up. Okay. No, you sorry. sorry. You go ahead. They go and go listen forward. to Gone Gold, right? And then they hear all the shit that goes on in there. The stuff Robert says, you know, oh. when Cassidy's mean to us. Uh, and then we got to, Elmer's got to go back in there and get a haircut. And she's going to be yeah. like, oh, your, your friend Cassidy, he sounds 30. Your friend yeah. Robert, he sounds. <laughs> sounds like he owns a BMW. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man. So we're talking and then, but turns out she was, I was just like, oh, you know, I think, I think it's cool. Like I, I understand what Microsoft's doing in. I think hopefully it ends up being good for Bethesda games. And then she's like, oh, I think it's awful. I play all my things on PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Um, so it just turned into that conversation. And then I just, I just dead. I went limp, right? Where she was just like, what do you think of Assassin's Creed Valhalla? That looks good. You know, I just, I just died out mm-hmm. after that. Um, but my my that that was just kind of the story because I thought that was a unique experience because I've never had like a gamer barber. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> but in general, I have always been like, you have to be polite. You have to just be like, you got to do some small talk. I think it's kind of like the Uber situation where you have to politely not give a lot if you don't want to have a conversation. If it's just like not not a good time for you. Um, but I think you still, you always got to be polite and you can't just like have earphones in. you can't just be on your phone. Like yeah. there's actually nothing wrong with that, but no. you just were better than that as people. I mean, I think on the opposite end, the people that go in with the full, you know, the people who kick off the full conversation with the Uber, who lean into it hard, that's some chaos too. I can't do that. Yeah, I can't. My do mom that. does that shit and it just, <laughs> I can't. How long have you been driving? God, not about it. Not about it. I mean, it. I guess it's it's extrovert versus introvert, maybe. Yeah. You know, I feel like maybe if like they, I don't know. I so, feel like well, sometimes, if, Andrew, you have to remember that not everyone views social interaction as pain. Yeah. You know, that's sometimes sometimes that's not that's not universal. I feel you though. And I uh, I remember one time I got into an Uber in L.A. and I was going to LAX. 
And uh, the guy immediately is like, yeah, I'm writing a novel. I'm like, oh boy. <laughs> and he just, he told me the entire plot to his book. And I just sat there like, mm. oh, wow. Cool. Oh, wow. Hmm. Cool. No, that's awful. Dude. No. You, you can't yeah. do that. You also have to be self-aware enough to read the, uh-huh. Cool. Yeah. Like, yep. like if you, and if that person's not, then I think you're allowed to be less and less polite. The longer <laughs> that standstill lasts. Shut the fuck up. I don't care I, about your book. No, no, no. It never gets that bad. But I mean, like you're allowed to blow your phone, look at your phone and be like, yeah, yeah. Like, because you got to be a little self-aware too. It's. Yeah, I think I talked about it on this show, but uh, I had a, a work thing. It's like maybe a year ago, um, which shout out friend of the show, EJ, my coworker. Uh, we had a some fucking really stupid industry award thing we had to go to. <laughs> it was a fucking the clown show. It was so stupid. Um, but, you know, shit like that's just an excuse to get fucking obliterated so we were like out we got drinks with a bunch of people we went to dinner um the night ended me and ej ended up getting a late night snack because we were out way too late uh we were both pretty uh far gone uh it came to a point i was like i had no shoes on um oh no because i wore new shoes to this event and they were terrible so i was standing waiting for my uber no shoes um damn that's a look dude so, you know, I with like this fucking blazer and a tie on. Uh, so I get in the Uber and I'm fucking, I'm not, I don't want to talk. It's right. like two, it's three o'clock time. in the morning. I've been drinking all night. And this guy is like, like, we're quiet. Halfway into the ride, he's like, do you mind if I tell you about my church? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, dude, totally. It's like, okay, no. what faith What faith are you? Oh. It's like, you know, man, I'm not really faithful. He's like, all right, well, my church, it's over here in Jersey City. You know, my whole family goes, it saved my life. Like, he's hit me with the, you know, the sad stories. I'm like, he's like, do you think you would come? I'm like, I don't know, man. Like, I'd have to think about it. Oh, and, you're uh, a coward. <laughs> <laughs> See? He was being so nice. That's the thing, right? Like, nah. he's so, like... Get the fuck out of here. Don't tell me about your church in the car. But, but also I think you're like, being so hey, nice. Hey, do you mind if I tell you about my church? No, thank you. And if you do that yeah, with like a, a, hint, a hint of a smile, dude, you can get away with it. Because it's one of those things where you know in your heart of hearts what he's doing is overstepping. So you're mm -hmm. right. You know? That's usually what holds me back. Like, you know, why don't I pull out my phone at the barber chair? Because it's just, it's not the nice, right thing to do to your fellow man. Mm -hmm. And it's also not the nice right thing to do to your fellow man is ask him, hey, can I tell you about my church? Like, chill. Oh. Like, he was like, yeah. he told me, like, he, you know, gave me the synopsis of like some sort of, I don't know, Bible story. Hey, I just remember him telling the story and like I was staring at like the fucking ceiling. And he was like, so what did you what did you think? And I was like, I don't I don't really get it. And he was like, oh, this is the moral. He's like, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, That makes sense. Oh, shit. And you're trying so hard not to yak in the back of his car. Yeah, honestly, I'm just trying to survive. <laughs> I'll never forget, too, I got out of the car and he was like, hey, man, do you know if there's a 7-Eleven around here? I was like, yeah, funny you say that. There's actually four of them. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, don't overstep. Don't tell people about your church and uh, in your Ubers. So can I, can I do a quick, a quick hair talk? Mm -hmm. yeah. So I, I've been, I went to 
like a, a barber that I went to recently that I went to when I was a kid. And I think I talked about it on the show and you know, you guys know my hair. Usually it's like really, really short. And then like the hard, like undercut, whatever, where it's like really short. And then the Richard long. Spencer. Yeah, sure. Yikes. I mm, hate you. Um, <laughs> boy. I love Pepe the Frog. <laughs> um, I really lost all my train of thought. You really hit me with that, Richard Spencer. No, okay. And so this barber, and he's like, well, it's like, well, why don't we try? Why don't we try the fade? And so, Elmer and Andy, you guys both are rocking the fades. No. Yeah, let me so let me see that. Let me see the side of your head. I'm gonna give you my, I'm gonna give you my side. I'm gonna move my head. There's a fade. That is a, a fade. yeah. It that is. is a taper. A ta- okay, a fade, a taper, whatever. They're different. Okay, I, I'm I sorry that. They're different. What's the difference? The fade, uh, from what I understand, is like a short section from like, you know, the skin to like a couple inches up. Whereas the taper is just like progressively builds up to like the thickness of your the top of your hair. Okay. He was like, let's try a taper. And oh I was like, God. sure. But here's my issue. After like two days, my the the short stuff is still short, but the the tapered part is really long and it just sticks out. Mm. How do you guys do you guys do you guys run into this issue or is this just a Sam hair? It sounds like you just didn't get enough cut. You know, I I I I get a tape a one taper because I Mm. like it because again the whole thing about like haircuts feeling like an errand. I I just wanted to get them done as like infrequently as possible. Um, so I figure if I get a one taper, that's as low as I can go comfortably, and it's about two months maybe before I need a haircut, maybe a month and a half. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. For me, it's a, yeah, it's like after a week, it just like starts sticking out and shit, and it doesn't look. Yeah, good. maybe just get more off. Like especially right now, if you're like you're teaching from home and stuff. If you're comfortable getting rid of more than you you normally do, you should grow no. your hair out, Sam. Again, again, yeah. I saw it's a just picture so much today. work, dude. I know. <laughs> Honestly, I thought about it before I got my hair cut yesterday. I was like, maybe I'll just let it grow. I'm not going back to work anytime soon. Just let it go. <laughs> but I look horrendous. So the other day, my dad called me Kramer. So I was like, you know what? Maybe it's time to go get a haircut. All right, boys. Is it time for the coffee talk? Yeah, let's yeah, do it I'm before this. Beans. Let's do it before it gets cold. I've been drinking it this whole time. Oh, I was okay. So if up. you if you're not familiar, or if you are have just tuned in and have missed the past, I don't know, whatever many episodes it took us six weeks to get this worked out. Probably. Yeah. So what happened is Elmer, Andy, and I all sent each other. Elmer sent two. I sent two. Andy sent one. Damn, you're going to call him out like that? I didn't know we were sending two each. I I didn't either. I didn't either. Elmer sent two, and I was like, well, shit, I might as well send two. I just can't Uh, decide. I like both of them. Yeah. And so we sent them to each other, and now we're having a coffee book club. Um. And that's the that's the the whole story. Cassidy isn't here because he doesn't like coffee. He only drinks NOS. Yep. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, it's a fact. So f- the first one we're doing this week, uh, and the plan is for this to be a weekly 
series of Coffee Talk. Uh, and the first up is mine. And it, it is a blank island fudge. And Andy and uh, Elmer, I want you to guess the pronunciation of this. It's this the spelling M-A-C-K-I-N-A-C. Hold on. I need a... I don't have it in front of me. Can you spell it one more time? M-A-C-K-I-N-A-C. Wait, can you say it one more time? <laughs> M-A-C-K-I-N-A-C. Island fudge. Yeah, okay. So I remember when I saw this, I was like, I know how to say this, but I'm probably saying it wrong. What my brain wants to say is Mackinac. Or, or, or Mackinac, somewhere in that in that realm, but it feels wrong. Yeah, Andy. I feel like guess? it's like Makinka, but that also sounds wrong. Hmm. Well, boys, I'm here to tell you that it is Mackinac. Mackinac. It is a French translation of a Native American word, which means big turtle. Wow, big yeah. turtle island fudge. Yes, sir. And so Mackinac, and here's the thing. So there's Mackinac Island, and then there's Mackinac City. Mackinac City, spelled M-A-C-K-I-N-A-W. Whoa. Doesn't make any sense. Don't um, like they're that. Like, and they're, they're kind of like right across the, like Mackinac, you take the ferry from Mackinac City to Mackinac Island. And Mackinac Island is special. Uh, Where because is Mackinac there are, Island? What did I say? Did I say city? No, no, I'm saying where is it? Oh, uh, so it is. It is in. It's on Lake Michigan, between the Lower Peninsula and the Upper Peninsula. So it's near the Mackinac Bridge. And it it both. So it's. Is it Michigan? Yes. Okay. And it is like probably the tourist destination in Michigan, mm. and. The the big kind of the claim to fame here is that there are no cars on the island until one vice president, Mike Pence, decided, hey, I'm going to drive a car on here for the first time since I think the early 1900s. Mm -hmm. uh, so people were not happy about that with him. Uh, so Mackinac Island, famous for not having cars and it's famous for its fudge. Uh, you can go there and you can like watch people at these like candy shops just sitting and making this fudge and then they sell it like all throughout Michigan. Um, and so the first coffee that we have today is Mackinac Island Fudge provided by Horrocks, which is a chain of grocery stores in Michigan. I think there's four of them. I love this. First of all, can I say that? I think we should all make sure we come in with some introduction for whatever coffee we're going to taste. That was beautiful, Sam. Thanks. I, I, we didn't, we, we kind of said we were going to just do this jazz, jazz style. We don't really have like a, a scale. I think what we can do is maybe next week, once we have a second one, we can try comparison, maybe start building a master list. Because mm. um, I don't really know that it's going to matter either way because they're going to these, these. I don't know if we're going to agree. I also so don't know how to talk about coffee in like a mm, the the uh, flavors and the scents and the notes of the notes the notes of uh, fudge really get me going. I don't know yeah. how to say that shit and sound smart. No, all right. Let's just let's let's come up with some categories right now. Let's go taste. That sounds like a good one to start with. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, tastes good to me. <laughs> I, I like, I think I generally like nutty mocha energy and coffee. And this definitely hits that vibe. Um, it smells, this, I'm already talking about smell, even though I said taste, but <laughs> it smells super fudgy and like delicious and sweet, but it doesn't taste overpowering necessarily in it. I think the, what you, the, the, the cocoa mocha flavor you do feel feels like earthy. Mm. So it's, it's not too sweet, which uh, I, I'm a fan of. Yeah, I got to say it's also not too sweet. I think, you know, I'm breaking the categories real quick. I got to say the overall experience here. Whoa. When I went to the, when I went to the mail room to get this box, you could smell the whole mail room smelt. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like the, I've never seen a coffee so powerful in smell. This and your other one. Like when I brought it into Dude, the, the apartment, other one. <laughs> you can like smell it through the box. And I was like, for a minute, I was like, what is that smell? I was like, it smells like, like cherries or like, uh, and I, I was like, I guess it's the coffee. And I couldn't find, cause the name is written smaller on the back. So I was like, I was just reading the label and I'm like, it's gotta be some sort of cherry coffee. And then I finally found the label, but I agree with Elmer. So I don't like, and here's going to be the, maybe a hot take of this. I don't do flavored coffees usually. Because I don't like, I feel like all flavored coffees flavored like sweet stuff. I don't like sweet stuff. Mm. So I already go in with the preemptive. But I got to say, this is not too sweet. Uh, it still definitely feels, tastes to me like I'm eating fudge. But like, <laughs> I feel like a lot of people You're get. You're so sensitive with sweets, man. I know. It's like. You're describing like, this like it's fucking candy. I mean, I take a sip of this <laughs> and it's like I'm eating a piece of candy. Like what? I get like that kind of oh shock. My God. Shock. Holy shit. Oh, man. But it's good. It's definitely not. I feel like, you know, you get like a, I don't know, people do like a uh, vanilla caramel thing and it's like really sweet and overpowering. This is like a bit more subtle, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is a, so I've been drinking this one with a little bit of almond milk and a little bit of caramel. And that really makes a nice drink. I don't know what, I don't know what to call it. I'm drinking mm -hmm. it black today. A whole but. shebang. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm drinking it black as well. I am, I am as well. I've been pretty much, uh, ever since I've gone Chemex, oh, that's something we should talk about. How do we all make our coffee? Um, but ever since I've gone to Chemex, I have basically dumped, I never really used creamer. I was, uh, I mean, creamer was more, it always felt like a treat maybe or like a, a weekend thing. But I'm, mm -hmm. I've usually pretty consistently been almond milk, a little splash of almond milk. But Ever since I got into Chemex, I've gone like basically full, full dark coffee. And uh, I got to say, I, I, I think I, this is a, per, a permanent transition. Mm -hmm. um, it's just become a different kind of drink. I feel like now that I'm just drinking black coffee, I also feel better about drinking coffee at different points in the day. Like I don't associate it as like a sweet breakfast thing. Mm -hmm. um, so that's where I'm at with coffee. But yeah, I used the Chemex to make this. Me too. Um, Andrew, what? Let me tell you how I do do it, and I want you to tell me if I do it right. I got 20, 20, 20 grams of coffee. Okay. Three hundred grams of water. I'm uh, heating up the water. 
I'm putting the Chemex on the fucking scale. I'm putting the filter on, heating up my water, splashing some water to rinse the paper, dumping mm-hmm. that water out, then putting my 20 grounds of coffee in there. And then with the kettle, I'm kind of like drizzling in some water, maybe 100 grams at a time, letting it seep down a little bit. Um, if I make more than one cup, I'll maybe stir the coffee a little bit. Um, but that's about it. Am I missing anything? No, I mean, I think that sounds right. I do um, 30 grams of coffee, five, 500 grams of water. What does that make? How many cups that make you? Two? Yeah, it's like two and a half, I think. Um, and that's usually what I do on like my mornings for work. Uh, but yeah, same thing. Heat the water, rinse filter. I put my coffee in. I do uh, 60 grams of water in and kind of like let it bloom for 40 seconds. And then you go in, I do like the full pour over maybe to 300 grams. Uh, let it like steep a little bit. And then I do like the final 200, give it a stir just to like get that even extraction, they say. Right. Um, I'll do the bloom yeah. if it's like a, a self-care day, you know? Mm-hmm. If I'm like, I deserve, I, I I can afford mentally and emotionally to wait an extra 45 minutes for my coffee this morning, uh, 45 seconds, um, we'll do it. I mean, there's, but, a, there's somebody, I forget what, uh, it might have been Internet Shaquille the YouTuber, he, uh, he has a good scale where he like goes over kind of like the diminishing returns, right? Like once you hit a point, it's like blooming. Once you're like grinding, like grinding your own coffee, using a better brew method and using like a kettle and some nicer water, maybe it's like, once you get to that point, it's like every little thing makes such a minuscule difference. It's like, you're probably not even going to notice. It's like everything starts to become just like a fucking ritual basically. Yeah. (laughs) And I think especially because I was drinking only cured coffee, basically it was just such an immediate like Mm -hmm. upgrade that it's just like, I already feel like I'm doing so much that, that like I wasn't getting before. Mm -hmm. So Sam, how did you brew your coffee? So I brewed mine in a French press Mm. and usually what I do is I have a little, I have a hand grinder because, you know, hand ground beans way better than mm-hmm. the electric electricity ground beans. That's not true. Uh, diminishing returns. Um, and, and so you convinced I, me to spend too much money on a bean <laughs> grinder. So that better not be true. <laughs> it's just, you know, you really feel connected to the, uh, it to grounds the beans you. Mm-hmm. When, when you ground it, when you grind it. And so... Uh, Andy, little spoiler for yours. Usually what I do is I, I just kind of eyeball it, grind it up and then put it in. And then I do my usually 16 ounces of water. And cause I don't like, I don't like a, I don't like a strong coffee. It's a little too bitter for me, but on your bag, it said, you know, 30, 30 grams for every 12 ounces of water. I was like, you know what? I'm going to try that. So I got out my little scale, weighed it out and uh, did all that. Um, and then did the I French I French pressed it. You you put a little bit of the water in, stir it up, let it sit, and let it go for four minutes. Uh, and then there we go. Thirty grams for ten ounces of water. It said. Uh, Thirty for twelve ounces. I do remember that it was different than what I usually do, and I just did my usual thing uh, when I tried yours, Andy. It was like a I, I don't know. I'm can all right. I've never done that. I have a. Uh, 
I think it's, I mean, that's probably just a recommended, like, mm -hmm. this is how we fucking tested it. I just never know, like, I also, I'm bad with, like, ounces to fucking milligrams and. No idea. And so I have a, I have a question for you guys. This, I feel like when I'm, when my mom makes coffee at home in like a, a machine, she just adds like grounds and like just lets it build up and lets the flavor kind of ruminate. But you can't really do that with this. So do you guys do anything with your grounds after you like do them? Do you, are you, you're using new grounds every day, right? Yeah. yeah. Wait, so your mom is keeping the grounds in the machine and like letting it go? Yeah. It, might, it builds a nice fond, I think. And she, I mean, she, of course, she empties it every once in a while. But like, mm -hmm. there's like days where I think she doesn't really like add any. It's just like, it's just there. Which is fine for my dad. That's what he likes. Mm -hmm. But whatever. But so for me, when I'm using new grounds every day, it feels very wasteful. So are you guys doing anything with your grounds? Or do you just throw them away? You can put them in plants, I think. They're like a good fertilizer. I use them as like, uh, especially if, if I'm cooking with oil, right? If I'm doing like a shallow fry thing, um, I feel like the apartment smells like oil. And if you leave coffee grounds at it, it like helps kind of clear up the smell. So we'll use them like that. But otherwise, no, I just toss them. Uh, I just toss them too. It does feel wasteful though. It does feel like, uh, uh, I don't know. It feels yeah. odd. I don't have a garden, but, but also realistically, the, those like those grinds have nothing really left to give Yeah, in, yeah. The, in the most part, like, especially for, at least for the Chemex, like if you if you brewed again with those grinds, like you probably wouldn't be drinking too much. Yeah. Just yeah. some dark water. And I think, you know, I think it's fine to like change them out every day. It's just like. So I do that too, Andy. I put mine in, I have like a little, uh, mason jar and I like let it sit. And then I read that if you like cook, if you're like cutting garlic and you're cutting onions and your hands get like garlicky, you can like wash your hands with the coffee grounds and it helps neutralize that. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I found, so, uh, another fun, this is a fun, we're going to delve into home ownership in a second here. Um, but they, the people that I bought the house from, they left their trash can like full. And so I, I finally emptied it. And when I, when they, when it was like empty, I realized, oh, they put all of like the chicken and the dog and the cat poop in here. This dumpster smells like the absolute worst level of hell shit. And I... We like kind of washed it out or whatever, used some bleach, did all that. It still kind of smelled bad. Put some coffee grounds in there. It helped neutralize that smell. That's, that's fucking good, pro tip. I like that, Sam. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a big pro Jared tip. And that, that's uh, funny, though, because on a to totally smaller scale, uh, I always notice like the the three hours after I throw my coffee grounds away, I'm like, it smells kind of good to open my trash can, you know? Never really thought about it as like, this is a thing. I'm not doing this on purpose. This is where this shit's got to go. Um, but that's cool. Yeah. I've, I've, uh, you can also make like a nice little sugar hand scrub out of it and it makes your hand smell like coffee. Ooh. But yeah, very utilitarian. So 
Can I, uh, can we, are we done with the, are we done with the NAB talk? Yeah, man. So that was the first episode of Nuts About Beans. I think uh, we're, we're, we're all pretty positive on yeah. Mackinac Island Fudge Mackinac. and Mackinac. And next week we will be doing a new brew and talking about some coffee. Yeah, that was fun. I liked that a lot. Yeah, go yeah. out, make some coffee. Yeah. Okay. Or find your coffee. Whatever. So mm. What's the What's the thing you can just do every couple of every day, every couple of days that you can just uh, have fun with? Have fun. Yeah. Buy, buy fun. Buy cool flavors of Nas. Mm. Hell yeah! Get that cherry Nas. Mm-hmm. Find know, find like a local Nas brewer. <laughs> And there you go. <laughs> An artisanal energy drink supplier. <laughs> undoubtedly, there's arti- like in Portland, you, oh, there's yeah. definitely a artisanal uh, energy drink distributor. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <sighs> the Blue Star. <laughs> the Blue Star equivalent. Uh, okay. So I bought a house and my my dad came over last week to put up gutters and we put up the gutters fine. And then all I wanted to do was run the ethernet cable from my router through the attic to my room. And he's like, no, that, that'll probably take too much time. I'm going to replace the hoses on your washer because they're old. I was like, okay, fine. And so the he gets the cold one out just fine and the hot one is because it's like hot there's like a little bit of that like limey buildup or whatever and so he's trying to un undo this with like a with a pipe wrench right and these are copper these are copper pipes and he is yamming on this wrench so hard he twists the copper so the copper is like this helix shape, bent out of shape. Thank God it didn't burst or leak. Um, but he was like, oh, shit, this is not good. We have, we're going to have to replace this pipe. Uh, and so yesterday um, he brought the got some extra copper and uh, had like a little uh, like a blowtorch so we could sweat the pipes down. Um, and it took us two hours to get this out. We were like heating. There was like a, we had a tile behind the pipe because like, so we could heat it up and heat the tile and not like catch the house on fire. We're heating this out for two hours. Just like trying to like yam this little piece out. It was a disaster. As it turns out, there was water in the pipe. So like the, the water was taking all of the heat away. And so like the water was boiling before the like pipe got hot. Um, we finally got it out. I have two hours, got it like back in. It was a, it was a fucking circus. Um, and it was raining pretty heavy yesterday. So at one point my dad was like, he needed something from the garage to do this. And I come out, I go into the, my garage and it is a fucking lake. Um, and so like evidently when it rains, my garage floods. Um, so so is it, it's bad. Like you can't put anything of value in your garage. I can't put anything of value really on the, f- on the ground. Okay. But 
so there's like a little, there's like a little closet area. And then there's like a, like a two by four. That's like kind of like the separator. And that entire two by four area was just covered with like, with there's like a two inches thick of water. And so I had to cut a little, like use my little saw to cut a hole in the wood. So the water would all drain out. And, uh, so then we were like, my dad was like, oh, this will be, this will be easy to fix. You just got to jack, you got to jack the, the, that side of the building up and then replace all of the, all of the, like wood and the like siding and stuff like fucking a. Yikes. So, homeownership is a trap. Let me tell you. Yeah. Honestly, I mean, it comes with the, you know, it's the, the ups and the downs, right? Yeah. But you definitely have like, no one's better off or better prepared, I think, than you probably. <laughs> I feel like- that's yeah, true. like like your garage floods and your dad's like, this is another project. Let's do it. <laughs> His eyes like kind of light up and he's like, ah, he's like, he has like stuff to work on. Um, exactly. Because I feel like that happens to me and I'm like, this is terrible. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I definitely like, I don't know. Home ownership seems so great, but also I do appreciate like when something goes wrong and I just... If it's a good landlord, uh, they just come and fix it. So, yeah. so what's the, uh, so the washer and dryer, we're good now. Got it fixed. We're hopefully going to be good one day on the, the garage. Yeah. Um, that, everything we, uh, else is good. Yeah. We, we looked at the, we looked at the ethernet yesterday and it's going to be the so the like entrance to my attic is maybe maybe 18 inches wide it is a tight fit uh to get up there and there's this like i don't know how feasible it, it really will be at this point to kind of get up there and do it i think eventually it'll happen but for now we just like we were able to kind of snake the ethernet cable kind of just like around the house and it's not very noticeable so it might stay like that for the foreseeable future, mm-hmm. but yeah, we, yeah. uh, I'm kind of dealing with a similar situation, much smaller place probably, but we need to run an ethernet. Um, mm. we have the exposed brick in our apartment is causing some issues with Wi-Fi signals. Oh. So we need to run an ethernet to the bedroom. So Damn. we'll figure it out. We're, we're taking it a day at a time. But overall, yeah, so, the, like the house stuff has been good. Like you're yeah. feeling good about it. Yeah. The, uh, yeah, it's just been kind of nice. It's been really cold here, but, uh, there's like this, um, there's a farmer's market every Saturday and that's like my new sort of mm-hmm. tradition. I go to the farmer's market, I get a bunch of apples, uh, I get a, uh, they're vegan donuts, mm-hmm. like goddamn, they're delicious, uh, and then I come back, have breakfast, and then ready to record. Nice. I got to say, I also have been into the... We have a farmer's market every Wednesday after work. I've gotten into the routine of going over there. It feels very nice. I feel good about it. I go and get a bunch of fresh produce. And I say I'm make a bunch of salads. I spend a shit ton of money, though, so I haven't been going <laughs> uh, recently. Because, you know, I get there and I get all hyped. And, like, I'm like, oh, it's that... That's kale. I'll take some of that. Let me get a, oh, you guys got a fresh pizza dough in today. You got a fresh <laughs> mozzarella in today. I'll take some of that. And then I get to the thing. It's like, that'll be $60. Damn. Oh yeah. 
So it is, it is nice. It's all like, it's from like a local farm. Uh, but yeah, it's definitely costly. Yeah, it is. I feel like it is kind of hit or miss where it's like some things are really expensive and some things are like not, not so mm-hmm. expensive. Like I got a bunch of, I got a, whatever the largest y- unit of measurement for apples is, I think it's a peck. Uh, so I got a peck of apples, which is like a big kind of tub for 12 bucks. And I was like, these are fucking good apples. And she's like, yeah, I picked them last night. So. Damn. It's amazing. Yeah. Elmer, are there any, uh, any good farmer markets, farmers markets in the, uh, in the domain? Uh, no, not in the domain, but around in, I mean, in Austin, there's a ton. Um, I've gone to one a couple of times now and I really like it, but it's the same problem where like I go and I just want to buy everything and it's all the stuff that like is not going, you can't hoard, right? Like I buy goat cheese, I buy salsa, I buy (laughs) bread, you know, like artisan fucking this, this old lady's like, this is bread I made last night or whatever. Mm -hmm. And you know, it costs like more than what those items could cost, but it's usually worth it. But I feel like I've run into the problem a lot of like, well, I need to find like a way to use all this fucking goat cheese in like a week. Yep. Um, Mm -hmm. Or even salsa. Right. And it's just like, um, that's the problem I run into, but um, definitely a great experience every time. Yeah, yeah. I bought a, a little cactus oh. last time. Uh, not last time, but what, when Lexi was here, we went one of the times we went. Um, bought a cactus, have kept it alive. It's been on my oh, desk yeah. now. It's been like three months. I only got to water it once a month, so I've watered it literally three times and it's still alive. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. There's the, a there's a guy at at our at my local. Uh, the farmer's market. And I can't remember the, the name of his like stand, but their shtick is it's like sonically influenced grown mushrooms. So I like, that's what the sign says. And I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? Are they they like like fucking sick tunes while they grow (laughs) the mushrooms? That's what it, that's what it make. That's what they make it seem like, but it's like, what, who the fuck cares if, the mushrooms are listening to Bach or something. I, I don't no, get dude, it. I want, I want my mushrooms listening to fucking Guns N' Roses. Mm-hmm. Mm. Led Zeppelin. Hell yeah. A hundred gex. You got some Stairway to Heaven chanterelles. hundred gex. hundred gex. Fuck you. <laughs> so, uh, I don't, it's weird. Yeah, we oh, have oh, like. What happens to mushrooms if you play Crazy Frog? <laughs> oh, they come out fucking crazy good. Um, I do appreciate like, you know, I, I prefer, I like the, the produce. We got like a pickle guy at ours. Uh, there's another one that goes on. It's Mondays and Thursdays and Sundays. Actually, they have a, uh, more like they got the produce, they got plants. They got more like the, uh, artisan goods, right? Like the local, creators you got paintings some there's a dude who mm. makes clocks uh there is a dude who makes butcher block uh cutting boards i really want a new cutting board like a big cutting board i can work on and like have a lot of room they're ins- incredibly expensive so every time i go and i look at his stuff and then i walk away um but yeah the the farmer's market is a good time the thing i've been trying to do though to elmer's point about i got to use all this stuff is I bought bins for my fridge so that I can put produce 
at the front of my fridge mm. in eyesight because I'm always putting my produce in the, the uh, drawers at the bottom. You forget about it. You forget about it. And then at the end of the week, I'm like, I let all of this produce go to fucking waste. So I put them in the front. I've also been trying to base meals around vegetables instead of automatically basing my meal around meat. I've been doing the same. Because like, I'm not trying to go full vegan or anything, but I just think maybe less meat, you know, you know, maybe uh, more vegetables. I honestly just got kind of tired of meat. Mm-hmm. Because I've been cooking more since like I've been working from home, I just like I I'm, I'm sure the first couple of months were like meat based meals of whatever variety, and I just kind of got bored of like the same you know like now I'm actually eating fish a lot and oh, shrimp yeah. a lot. I'm buying a lot of shrimp just because I guess I got to, the you know same thing tired of the meat, but fucking Brussels sprouts carrots yeah. those have been like uh, that was this week's like base. I've been doing that. I've been doing like when I would go to the grocery store this weekend, I'll I'll buy like this is what we're gonna get creative with a couple times this week, mm-hmm. and just kind of commit to like, what weird shit can I make with carrots? I've been baking a lot of carrots. That's been good. You've been baking them. Been baking them. Hell yeah. And then uh, you drizzle some honey on them. Nice. A little uh, a little chili pepper. Goes great. Cinnamon goes really well with carrots. Oddly Ooh. enough, that sounds good too. My uh, my go-to lunch as of recently was I prep it on Sunday is uh, I bought like a 40-pack of deli containers so that I can reuse them to keep leftovers and prep food. Uh, what, is it, what, is, what do you mean by deli container? Like, uh, you know, those, there's three sizes. There's like the flat circle one, the thick, the bigger circle one, and then the tall circle. Oh, like the like like plastic, cylinder? Like plastic containers. Yep. Yeah. The cylinder, yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and I use those, but my thing has been miso soup. Mm. I bought some miso mm. paste. I bought some seaweed. Uh, I didn't get dashi. I use vegetable stock instead. Mm. Um, and I make that up and then I like, I got tofu, make it up and then I like portion it out for the week. Uh, and it's just like a nice thing I can eat. You know, I'm a bit, that I like, lovely. I Do you have a good recipe you could send. Yeah. I'll send it to you. It's honestly super incredibly easy. To make oh this because I I'm, I've been meal prepping too like a little bit more um, and not not like a whole week but I'll be like I'm gonna make three days worth of whatever I'm making mm-hmm. um, but that sounds great and it's finally it was cold today yesterday for the first time it's like it's it's soup season bro yeah I love soup anything like make your own stock too that's like good time so, I feel like that's maybe my biggest weakness in the in the kitchen in general. I do not have a single like soup stew recipe that I could just go to without having to fucking research first. I feel like you make like, honestly, you make like a chicken stock and then you can do anything with it. And it's uh, the chicken stock is so easy because you just boil everything in a pot, like just a bunch of vegetables, some chicken and they're done. Just let it go all day. It's a good time. Now, Andy. I have a I have a recommendation for you. Mm-hmm. Do you do you have a local Japanese grocery store? Yes. So there is a type of miso called hacho miso, mm-hmm. and it's like you know regular miso is like white or like a yellowy color. Mm-hmm. This is like the deepest, darkest brownish red color, and it makes 
like the the miso is what exactly it, is miso really quick it's fermented yeah. soybeans fermented soybeans and so this hacho miso is the the only place in the world they make it is in the city that i lived in in japan and they have these like huge fucking massive wooden barrels that they like put the beans in and then they just like put rocks on them and they like it like ferments like in these things and that, so that's what makes it this like dark red oh, wow. uh and like the flavor is like so like it's very earthy and very just like very different from regular miso and it makes incredible miso soup. So I wrote this down. If I can find this, we have a couple, uh, we have a Japanese supermarket, a Korean one, and then uh, like a local place. Uh, so I'm going to check all 30, see what we yeah. can do. They would probably have it at the, uh, at your, um, like the Japanese one. And I think they, honestly, I think they might have it at Whole Foods too. Okay. We could check that. But, spell it out. Uh, it's H A T C H O. Hacho. C H O. Yeah, I've been digging it because it's like a. Uh, I mean, honestly, you could have it for breakfast if you wanted to, but I do it at lunch. And sometimes, too, like if I have a little container of it left, it's like a little late night snack. It's not too heavy, mm-hmm. but it's like it craves that, uh, like that salty, savory, you know, kind of mm-hmm. craving I might have. How do you uh, <clears throat> how do you get your tofu going? What how do you like your tofu? I go for typically a firm tofu, and Same. then I I dice it up into little cubes and and kind of toss it in there. I don't, I don't like the soft tofus, man. No, nah, I mean like I don't mind it, but it's not my go-to. I think that's what you're supposed to use with miso soft soup. I think so. Get yeah, and silken, but you know, honestly, whatever. Do I mean, do whatever you want. I like the texture breakup in in like miso with hard tofu. Mm-hmm. I'm also like, this is definitely not like, you know, the most, uh, <laughs> true to form. This is like, you know, fucking white dude making miso soup in his apartment. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's a good time. The dry, and I, I got dried seaweed and I just, you know, soak it in some water and then dice it up, toss it in there. It's a good time. I love this. I'm excited. I will probably, this will probably be my Sunday. Hell Yeah. I can Humber, go- if you can, if you can, you should try to find the dashi like packets, like mm-hmm. the hon dashi, and it's just like the the base for it. I don't know what that is, but um, it's, it's like, like a fish. It's like a fish stock. Yeah, I think it's like fish, fish and kelp. I have like so yeah. ma- I could I have like a massive, massive, massive Korean grocery store, and then like I know there's a Japanese one too. It's a, it's a little farther, but it'd be worth going to. Um, yeah, probably so the I one was- that's next to the the sushi restaurant. They would probably have it. Oh, they would. I know what you're talking about. I wasn't even thinking about that one. I was thinking about a different one. Mm. But that one is actually not far from me. Nice. Fantastic. We Look at us. <laughs> yeah. Mental health's been a little bit better for me. I'll just say randomly. Um, which leads to me cooking more and, you know, doing stuff like that. But, you know, take care of yourselves out there. It's dangerous in the wasteland. Yeah. Honestly, uh, before before we go, speaking of taking care of yourself and your things uh, for a, a few months ago, my dad bought me some whetstones so I could like sharpen my knives and stuff. And uh, I sharpened one of my knives last night, cut the tip off my finger a little bit. I didn't even notice it. It was just like I was like doing like my shit. And I looked down like my hands like because like all the iron comes off. My hands were like gray, except for like one little patch where I <laughs> sliced it off. Uh, not nothing dangerous, nothing bad. It's just like 
that's like a that was a really like kind of fun and like cathartic kind of experience but it's i need a recommendation on a on a whetstone because i gotta sharpen my nice knife i can already feel it's getting pretty dull mm. so if you have any recommendations i'll send, send some my along way. nice yeah, you can find a bunch of them for fairly cheap on amazon there were so many options i didn't know like what the right way to go was yeah i'll send them along any uh, any other closing closing thoughts? Make sure you no. vote. Oh, I voted three days ago. Hell yeah! It was yeah. I waited in line for one minute, uh, maybe not one, five minutes. Um, Robert and I went together. Um, they, it was they gave like I hadn't done it in one of the digital machines before. Mm-hmm. It was so easy. Given my ID, they gave me my ballot. You stick the ballot in the machine. You put the little finger condom on. You touch the screen. Boop boop boop. Vote. And then uh, you turn the ballot in. I was just shocked at like how uh, easy it was, how con- effect efficient it was, um, and I did not even have to wait that long. Do it. It's yeah. So easy. You have to present ID when you uh, when you vote. Hmm. Elmer. Yeah, you don't. No. Did you have to present ID, Sam? If you were to uh, vote I in didn't. person. I don't. I don't. I don't think I've ever voted in person. Oh, nice. I've always done absentee. You, well, you just you just roll up. What do you present? Uh, so you have to sign a book and then they look, they compare that to your on record signature, but like you can't, mm-hmm. so New Jersey doesn't have it because right. Like if you, if you mandate that you can't vote without an ID, it's like a form of voter suppression uh, because then it's like, well, not everyone, like if you can't afford to go to the D if you don't have a car to get to the DMV or like, Oh, you know what this might be? It might be for voting early, you need an ID. Mm-hmm. Well, some states do require an ID. It's a very contentious topic. Oh, I, have a, okay. I, have a, I think Michigan requires you to have an ID. Yeah. The I solution the solution you would imagine, just register everyone to vote as soon as they turn 18. Yeah. Automatic and, registration yeah. should be. I think that's, I th- I don't know if that's countrywide, but I know at least in, in Michigan, it's starting, I think maybe two years ago, everyone, once you get your driver's license, once you get your once you turn 18 you're like registered to vote that's amazing like tie that shit to your fucking social security number like if we figure that out like just fucking god damn it yeah yeah so it's so easy but they make it they try to make it so hard because they don't want us to vote yeah hey ain't that the fucking truth honestly uh and that has really inspiring really quick really like legitimately a, a moment of hope for the first time in the last couple of months Seeing, if nothing else, the number of registered people. Like, I saw something yet this morning that was comparing, like, 26 uh, voters versus uh, 2020 voters. And it's just, like, a massive jump. Yeah. And you obviously hope that a bunch of that is people on the right side of history. And I think it is, like, a lot of young people, it seems, too. Like, there's a bunch of records on, like, I think, like, Texas is, like, the, it's, like, 96% of Austin was registered to vote. And 40% of, like... The vote was 40% younger than it's ever been. Yeah. It's like, you know, hopefully this leads to like some, some real good news. But, uh, you know, I'll take any amount of fucking hope. I can't. Yeah. Yeah. I'm hoping that young people have said, this is enough. Let's fucking finally <laughs> show up and vote. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Like my, uh, my cousin, he's like, oh yeah, I'm voting for the first time ever this year. And. You know, he's been able to vote for like fucking a decade or whatever, but so love to see it, dude. Yeah, yeah. you do love to see it. Uh, you also love to see the end of the episode. 
Uh, I have been your host, Sam. Uh, you can follow me, etsy.com backslash shop backslash S-A-M-U Woodgoods. Uh, a fun little thing. Uh, I'm doing my first ever in-person sellathon. I'm like doing a, a winter market in Grand Rapids. Nice. Uh, so if you live in the greater Grand Rapids area, hit me up. I'll give you the details. Uh, you can follow Elmer at. At Elmer is not mad on Twitter. That's never been truer than it was 15 minutes ago. Andrew Street. Uh, at Street Super. One R. One R. You can follow the show uh, at Awkpaws. Um, You can go to awkwardpausepod.com backslash merch for some brand. Nope, not brand new merch yet. Uh, Is there going to be a Nuts About Beans t-shirt or sweatshirt in the upcoming release? Yes. Uh, I was placing an order today, Sam. Now I got to wait. You got to wait. I mean, we could do it now. So uh, Elmer and Andy, when, when I was putting public posting, when I was making your boxes, I wrote sip and brew crew on the boxes. You did. You also you put, get- we are nuts about beans uh, on the outside of my box. <laughs> and I wonder if that's why my package was difficult uh, to get. Cause your package was lost in my building for like five days. They smelt it. So they were like, we gotta- yeah, they did a whole fucking audit of like all three buildings and everything. And yeah, well, they definitely are nuts about beans. Good night, everyone. Goodbye. Make sure to vote. Make sure to watch the Game Awards. Make sure when to listen. They? I don't In know. December, man. Oh, make okay. sure to listen. Make sure to listen to Gone Gold if you're a real gamer. Vote. Vote. Brazilians, coffee beans grow by the billions, so they've got to find those extra cups to fill. They've got an awful lot of coffee in Brazil. You can't get cherry soda, cause they've got to fill that quota. And the way things are, I'll bet they never will. They've got a zillion tons of coffee in Brazil. No tea. Or tomato juice, you'll see. No potato juice, cause the planters down in Santa's all say no, no, no. The politician's daughter was accused of drinking water and was fined the great big $50 bill. They've got an awful lot of coffee in Brazil. And when their ham and eggs need
sweet savor Coffee ketchup gives them flavor Coffee pickles way outsell the dill Why they put coffee in the coffee in Brazil No tea, no tomato juice You'll see, no potato juice The planters down in Santa's all say no, no, no Local color serving coffee with a crawler. Duncan doesn't take a lot of skill. They've got an awful lot of coffee, an awful lot of coffee. 